the glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Miles. This is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Wow, Miles. I wasn't sure if you were going to remember that. No, no, I, I got it. We're, we're good. We're good. So uh, we have been off for the past couple of weeks, and Miles has been off for the last month just because schedules and stuff haven't been working out. Life um, has been keeping me busy you know, every honestly, weekend. Most for like of the last it is like Eric's fault. It really is. Uh, you know, that whole wedding thing. Yeah, bachelor party, then wedding. Uh, it was Halloween this past weekend. Yeah, uh, it was even my dad's birthday the weekend before that. Yeah, and, no, just all the oh, stuff. Oh man, all all the things. But I'm glad to be back in the chair. Okay, well, uh, I mean, since since you've been gone for so long, you've probably done something brewing wise. Yeah, I wish. Really, you, nothing. A- actually, nothing. No, oh I've, man, I've, I've been way too busy. But this weekend, I'm going to brew something. I promise. All right, cool. and something, anything, even if it's just a pale ale, I'm going to be just like brew something, make it. Yeah, yes. um, yeah. Uh, Carlos and I are working on a recipe together for his birthday. We're going to do a wee heavy. You know, you mentioned that, but again, my guess was going to be something mouth puckeringly sour. Yeah, well, see, I don't want to introduce all those bugs into my brewery. <laughs> Just that's 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 the only thing. Have him buy his own bubbler. It doesn't doesn't matter. The bugs will still be around, and mm-hmm. it's a whole thing. And we want to keg it. Then bonfire. So then, oh, then I suppose. Yeah. That, then that's there's a that whole thing. thing. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do that for his birthday. So you'll have to come join us on that day and get just annihilated on we heavy. Oh. <laughs> the tannin headaches. Oh, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> Just a blast. Um, we also have uh, some beer in a barrel that need, that's going to come out in the next couple of weeks here. Oh, that's um, right. And then go into a keg with some vanilla bean. I, I was going to say, is there some way in which it's unique to the other one? Yep, uh, vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, yep. okay. But yeah, the last one we did coffee and maple, and so this one we're just going to do straight up vanilla. I'm actually pretty stoked. I am too. Uh, the last one turned out so damn good. It really did. I haven't had a chance to. You have the two bottles. Yeah. Right? Uh, I did drink one already. Okay. I, I drank one relatively quick. I'm like, so should I be like saving this? And he's like, no, there's plenty still just like hanging around. No, there's there's really not <laughs> to be to be uh, cellared. I stuff. guess he he has he has a few, uh, and I have like nine left. Yeah. So there's not a whole lot. Left. I mean, the the short version, I wasn't going to have to try and uh, portion out my two bottles. Yes. Yes. So that that wasn't going to be an issue. Um, Wow, yeah. The whole the whole beer was a straight up success. I was I was telling a couple of people that uh, one the label looks amazing. The label looks really cool. The label uh, is I should amazing. grab some of those pictures and post them on our Facebook page. Absolutely. I don't know why I haven't. Uh, you should be shamelessly throwing around our success, right? Um, well, I did. I mean, we've talked about it like three or four times on the show now. Yeah, but now we can actually say with some proof. Oh no, we we already did that show too. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you just missed it. I, I wasn't here. <laughs> no, I thought it was fantastic. The coffee came through. The barrel came through. Yep. The my god, the maple came through. Yeah. And 
it was a symphony of flavors. Yep. No, yeah, no, it it really uh I'm excited to have it a year or two years on. We'll see how it see how it ages. I love the name that you guys ended up with. What did we end up calling it? Nuptuale. Oh, Nuptuale, yeah. Nuptuale. <laughs> if he wasn't getting married, it would not have been called that, guys. But you know what? It, That's okay. He named that one. I get to name this one. I just got to figure out what I'm going to... Do you know what you're going to name it? No, I haven't quite decided. I got to taste it first. Gonna... See, he he, he he names and then tastes. I, I need to taste and then name. You're, you're not going to call it Bachelor Beer? No. It's a terrible <laughs> name for a beer. We'll figure it out. There, that would be ironic, though. The, the nuptial and the bachelor beer? Nuptial, bachelor beer. There you go. Um, Brewing-wise, I brewed this past weekend. I did a 10-gallon batch of pale ale. It was, uh, what was it? I want to say it was, actually, I have it written down because I needed to, or no, did I write it down or did I just kind of make it up as I went along? Well, oh, you know what? It was it was five pounds of uh, Golden Promise and... Six, fifteen, or fifteen or eighteen pounds of uh, two row. Okay. Um, and yeah, and then I did uh, I did a hodgepodge of hops for bittering because <laughs> sure. I, well, I I just needed to hit my IBUs. That's yeah. I I wanted uh, because I used uh, about a pound plus of whole hop for flame out of the oh, stuff sure. that I got. Yeah, that's um, right. So that that was that was that beer. And so I got I got all of my IBUs. I think it was like fifty, fifty or sixty IBUs, and uh, from you know the sixty a minute edition, and then just at flame out, dump, dump, in. Yeah, no, oh. and it was it was really cool. Smelt amazing. And I believe it was it. a lot of fun. Uh, so is that just uh, fill the keg beers? Uh, that one, it well half of it's uh, spoken for. The uh, oh. the the guy who gave me the hops gets half of it. Gotcha. So I gotta I gotta bottle up that and then keg the rest. Wait, was that the day he just kind of walked in and, and threw came, a bunch of hops at me and then interrupted the podcast for like fifteen minutes as we're like just smelling oh. hops? Yeah, pretty oh. much. <laughs> so yeah, I did that. Um, and then I think that's really all the brewing I've done. Uh, this in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I've been working on planning this recipe and then trying to find the time to get it done. So. And you didn't even tell me. Tell you what? That you were going to be brewing. It's because it was just one of those things where I just got her done. You know how I brew? I like to brew alone. No, I know, I'm, but I still have to give you a hard I time know, about I it. I, I'm obligated. All right. So, uh, discussion. Yeah. So I've been I've been thinking about it, and home brewing software is both a companion and a pal, but can sometimes be misleading from resource to resource and so i decided to delve in and look at some of the varying options out there and to compare and contrast how well they do okay and what i either like or dislike about some of them all right uh so what what softwares have you used just um, just to start us off well i've used uh beersmith okay i I, i've used the original beersmith and beersmith squared or beersmith Beersmith Two. two Beersmith too. Uh, Tasty Brew I've used as a resource for quite a while. Uh, Brew Toad I've been a big fan of, but apparently not much anymore. What's going on with Brew Toad? Well, we'll get to that. They're, okay. Their numbers are just weird. Okay. Um, um, and the the occasional random like you know 
gravity calculator, but that's not quite yeah. what I'm talking about yep. today. Well, yeah. So I, I've I've used Beersmith, um, and that <laughs> and Brewtoad. Those are the two like PC based ones that mm-hmm. I use. Uh, and then on my phone, I have BrewPal and iBrewMaster, both okay. of which I'm not a huge fan of. Okay. I hear that there's a mobile version of Beersmith now. You know, I think I ran into that, but but I haven't I haven't used it. I I haven't used it either. This does this one doesn't have any of the um, mobile app uh, homebrew software today, just because the ones worth having are ones you have to pay for. Yeah, uh, yeah. BrewPal and iBrewMaster both were like ten bucks a piece or something. Yeah, Eric's used iBrewMaster, and and for a while it was actually really really nice. Yeah, no, and like it's it's not. It's it's not bad. There's just certain things that I'm I'm not the biggest fan. Like the uh, um, go away. Let me. Okay. Well, it's locking up now. So <laughs> that's that's a that's a thing. I haven't I haven't turned it on in God knows how long. And now it's just breaking down on you. All right. All right. So uh, I'm not a huge fan of the interface. That's that's what gets me. Um, it's a little hard to go in. And uh, create recipes. It has a nice like schedule feature where you can schedule your brews and sure. when you should be bottling and stuff. So that's kind of cool. But you have to purchase like you can purchase like recipe packs from like Northern Brewer or something, which I think is just a little weird. Like if you're using this, you know, use you make your own recipes. Gosh yeah. darn it. Um, I mean, you can set up your inventory and stuff, but there's I'm not a huge fan of the the interface. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things I'm going to kind of talk about today. Uh, and then I went through and I just kind of uh, Googled, like, uh, homebrew calculator and stuff like that. And I found a couple other websites that looked decently legitimate as far as being a recipe calculating uh, tool. Uh, I also found Brewer's Friend and Formulator. And so I figured, you know, and then after that it kind of dropped off into... Uh, links that you'd find in random storyboards and and stuff like that. So these were the ones I went with. And what I did was I took a couple of generic recipes, a pale ale and a stout, and I put it into all of them. Okay. And just kind of compared some of the numbers that got popped out. Okay. Uh, So first of all, feel free to pick on me for these very generic recipes. I am so ready to pick on your recipes. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, Pale ale. Uh... Nine pounds of pale, one pound of Munich, Cascade, 1.5 at 60, 10.56. I don't really have anything to say about that. That's a nice, simple recipe. I approve. (laughs) And then uh, a stout. I have 10 pounds of pale, one pound of Crystal 40, half chocolate, half roasted barley, uh, cluster, two ounces at 60, 10.56. Okay, so both 10.56s. Yeah, I mean, you, you can do a stout with a... Yep, with an ale recipe like that, and I figured just yeah, keep it keep, simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, partly because I knew most of these weren't even going to ask for the yeast, mm-hmm. or at least some of them. Well, they they'll they'll ask for attenuation percentages. Not even all of them do that. Oh, really? Yeah. I, does Tasty Brew? I didn't I didn't think I saw that in Tasty. I don't Brew. know if Tasty. Uh, what which the one? Hang on. There's there's one calculator that I use online all the time, and I love it. Um, it is uh, Brewer's Friend. Yep, Brewer's Friend. That's that's one yep. of the ones I have. Yep. Uh, I think I have that one labeled as Brew GR. No, no, no. I look. I saw Brewer's Friend, but uh, Brew GR is is the other one I have. Yep, yeah, Brewer's Friend, right there. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, 
Do you do you have the numbers on Brewer's Friend or no? No, I don't. All right, uh, I can grab those real quick. Uh, you said if you just want to repeat the recipe, real yeah. Quick. Why don't we do that? We'll just add another one in here. Pale ale, nine pounds. Nine pounds, two row. Yeah. Uh. American two row. Boom. And one pound Munich, right? Uh, I was going for Munich ten or Munich light. Okay. Just a little, co- just a little color. Just a little, just a little right, flavor. Uh, wort collected pre-boil. Uh, seven seven gallons for boil. Seven gallons. Uh, uh, batch size five. five. Yep. Okay. Efficiency seven. seventy-five. Yep. Uh, attenuation seventy-five. I'm guessing, or whatever ten fifty-six uh, gives you. I have uh, okay. That'd be high attenuated. So seventy-seven percent. Okay. Um, that gives me a ten fifty-five. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, final gravity. Uh, uh, ten thirteen. All right, pretty t- decently typical ABV. Yep. Uh, five and a half. Pretty darn close. Five point five five IBUs. I uh, didn't. Uh, this is just OG calculation. Oh, I, I suppose gotta, I'd have to create the whole recipe. Oh, here, gotcha. So. Uh, and then color. Does it give you color? Um, no. I'd have to. There's a, there's a recipe or complete recipe builder okay. here. Let me. Uh, if you want to, you can. Otherwise, I I have the other five examples. You know, go go with those. And then uh, get... So one of the th- so for the pale ale, I got uh, the original gravity anywhere from ten fifty three to ten fifty five, with most of them being at ten fifty five. Uh, but then again, I've, you know, these days, uh, the capacity for what malt has to offer is pretty well known and documented. So that really didn't surprise me. Uh, the final gravity I got anywhere from ten ten to ten fourteen with most of them being at 1014, and that seemed pretty reasonable, too. And the ABV uh, was anywhere from 5.3 to 5.9. That was actually kind of surprising. Yeah, that's a big... Uh, see, I man, I wonder if people are using different... Uh, Hmm. Uh, like ABV formulas. Well, not necessarily formulas, but different numbers for their malts. You know that that's possible, but even if they were, um, you should be using the values for OG and FG anyways. True. Yeah, and most of them are, are paired pretty closely, um, or at least not to be differed by half a percent. Yeah, um, and so one of the things I looked at was what are the the formulas that people use for. Uh, calculating ABV, you know, if you wanted to do it by hand. And there's a simple one. It's OG minus FG minus, or times 131.25. Mm-hmm. And and then there's a much more complicated that I won't try and say on air. Um, but that one's supposed to be a little more corrected. And so what I actually did was I went through and I, I punched all the numbers in for all of these. And most of them didn't even match up entirely. Hmm. I mean, some of them were... Were they, were they all within like a margin of error? Yeah, a pretty close margin of error. Uh, in this case, 0.1 for the pale ale. Okay. Um, but I, it was just, I thought it was a little weird that none of them matched up exactly. Yeah, that is that is very odd. Unless, sure. And actually, I think that can be um, pawned off on rounding errors. Mm. It's like if they only go to one significant digit and they're rounding it off every time they do a calculation... That can act, that can actually throw it off by one or two points in either direction, um, so that was one of the things. Uh, but real, I think it was uh, 
for the stout is when I started running into anything weird. Uh, for the stout, I had an original gravity anywhere from 1064 to 1082. Really? Yes. That is a lot that is of a variability. Huge, I, I wonder, so what, what was the recipe for the stout again? Just... Uh, it was uh, 10 pounds pale, 1 pound crystal, half pound chocolate, half pound roasted barley. I wonder if it's the like the roast malts throwing it off. For a gravity amount? Well, yeah, I man, I don't even know. So what that could be. So I I had the uh Brew GR uh website and they're the, they're the only ones that actually re- were really thrown off. Everyone else was 64 or 65. This one was 82. And hmm. so I thought and I checked like 3 4 5 times like what did I type in wrong? I even redid it a few times. Yeah. And I was like, "No, it's it's telling me I should be at 1082." And I'm like, what the heck? So I, I put it in there. And so um, BrewGR, I very quickly want to write off as, you know, maybe this one shouldn't be uh, one you rely yeah. on too heavily. Maybe for something basic, not for something dark. Uh, and then Final Gravity was pretty typical across the board, except one of them was or 1016, and then I had a 1013 and a 1010 as well. Hmm. But uh, not all of them ask for the yeast, so some of them prob- probably assume different attenuations. Yeah. So, I mean, that one's not too big of a deal. Uh, ABV was anywhere from 6.2 to 7.2. That is a huge jump. Yeah. And so, uh, again, that's why I went through. And, uh, again, a lot of these didn't even match up for the, the, the formulas that I proposed mm-hmm. earlier that uh, are relatively basic and accepted in the homebrewing world. Yeah. So, I, again, I thought that was something different. And Brewtoad wasn't even close on on either side. Uh, for example, they said ABV 5 for the pale ale, when it should have been 5.4 or 5.5 <laughs> compared to the two formulas. And for the stout, uh, ABV was 6 compared to 6.4 or 6.7. So clearly they're they're running some of their own numbers in a different way. Yeah. And I don't know if I agree with that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, asking questions and finding answers. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Uh, yeah, man. I have no idea. Like, it's off by half a percent in either that's, direction. That's huge. Yeah, that that's a lot, and that's not a little bit, especially if we wanted to do something... Really fantastic. Well, and the problem is we we don't know the formulas that they're using behind it and stuff like that, and where their numbers are coming from. Yeah, there there's not a whole lot of transparency here. Not not at all. Then they changed their interface. I don't know if you've been there recently, but they changed their to interface. Brutoad? Yeah, I have not. It's been a while. Uh, just go there. Just uh, quick pop up new recipe. I mean, I I can see what they're doing, but the one the one issue that I would bring to it is. Everything is too big. They don't fit enough of enough stuff on the screen. Um, the other thing I was going to touch on real quickly, and I hadn't even talked about it yet, is the, the color of the beer. The color varied wildly. Uh, any For the pale ale, anywhere from 4 to 11 SRM. And for the stout, anywhere from... Uh, 6.3 to 8. Wow. So I have, I, I brought up an existing recipe just to see. That And it different. has changed completely. Like, yeah. my numbers are all over the place. Yeah. 
And actually, that doesn't even look like what I had, and it's, it may or may not be because I was on Microsoft versus a Mac. Um, but no, uh, for me, on the well, no, they, well, this is just uh, let me go to like edit or add new recipe. Edit recipe. Yeah, I do that real quick. I want to see if it looks the same. Yeah, that's what it looked like for me. Okay. It, it just bugged me that everything was so big and blocky. I see. I don't know. I kind of like that. Like they're they're trying to uh, optimize it for mobile, so I understand that. Well, I mean, I I can see that. Um, I could I couldn't see that much on my screen. Maybe it's just uh, how I have it. Yeah, but man, I these numbers are all over the place. They're all over the place. I always, I guess, I always felt kind of like something was a little off or amiss, but I never wanted to look into it too deeply because I like. Uh, I liked the interface decently well. I know it makes it easy to share recipes and, and stuff like yep, that. And it was a good database for storing them and et cetera, et cetera. And it was just a good free resource. But, man, their their numbers are goofy. Super wonky. I'm Super, not, a, not a fan. Yep. And, you know, I actually de- decided that Beersmith wasn't even my favorite tool anymore. Really? There's just so much going on. There, Yeah, it... If if you're just looking to do something simple, Beersmith does not help. But if you need to do some like uh, bigger calculations, like uh, if you ever need to either like dilute or uh, add gravity to your beer, like mm-hmm. if you're like trying to boost ABV with DME, Beersmith has the best tool for that. No, no I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying it's not a good tool. I'm just saying it's not my favorite because the interface can be a royal pain in the butt. Well, and if you don't use it regularly, yeah. it's so confusing. Um, that, and I guess one of the ease of use, qual- let's, let's just call it ease of use, would be, I, I wish they were able to take some of the more complicated stuff and, like, put it in its own little area so that you can click So you to can go to have it. a custom, like, this is for the newbie brewers interface. Yeah, I mean, or just so that, you you know, you go to the, go to the newbie part so you can get all the quick and easy and yeah. obvious stuff done, and then you're like, okay, now let's click this button bring up all of the complicated stuff mm-hmm. and have it in its own little area. They they have pretty much all of it just thrown on it's the screen all, just, all yeah, at everywhere. once and it's it's a little overwhelming. Um then I it bugs me there the little area where they have uh, your ingredients because like as you add stuff it just kind of gets all mixed together and it's hard to keep it organized it's, yeah. and hard to sort properly and... it, it really is when virtually every other calculator out there they keep your fermentables and your hops separate and 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 your yeast and potentially any extras beyond that yeah like i don't know so are there any ones that you prefer over others um honestly uh if i'm not like when if when i like this weekend i just kind of threw uh a recipe together sure um and so i just hopped on brewer's friend and i'm like okay Here's here's the grains that I want to use, and I need to get to this OG. And so then I calculated my weights out that way. And I'm like, all right, this will be good. And then uh, I needed my IBUs, so I took that, the, my expected OG, and threw that in with, my, uh, with, with the hops that I was going to use to try to calculate the IBUs. Yeah. So on the fly, I really like just, I use simple tools like that. If I'm sitting down and crafting a recipe... Um, I'll use uh, Beersmith uh, just because, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of complexity and stuff to it, but I paid money for it, damn it. So No, it's true. 
It, it's true, and I plan on using it to its fullest in the near future, too, uh, especially when I try and delve into that lager again. Yep. Um, it, it is wonderful, and it has anything that you could ever want from it. Yes. Um, but for the most part, I think I'm finding that uh, Tasty Brew is just one of the easiest to use quick and easy tools okay. for, you know, like, hey, will this work? You know, quick type it in mm-hmm. and then see what numbers pop out. And it looks like they're actually pretty reliable. Nice. Um, the one big thing is color. Almost none of these agreed on color. Yeah, well, an SRM is... But we talked about it and color is hard. Yes, SRM is hard to to uh, figure out and or at least calculate properly. And you can always calculate it like within a range. Yeah. And for the most part, you're going to end up what end up with what you end up with anyways, and so that I I don't know that. Well, and who really focuses on color that much? I'm like, unless like nobody, unless nobody you're doing should. like a red ale or yeah, <laughs> or a brown ale. Like unless color's in the name. Like I don't care if my if my pale ale is like a light golden color or if it's a like a reddish golden color like, <laughs> i don't care as long as it tastes good yeah no uh color is hard and i honestly wouldn't worry about that area too much yeah almost ever well and then when you're when you get into stouts it's all just dark anyway and... yeah that that gets nitpicky and unnecessary yes uh, all right so i i guess one quick question um how do you know if uh, if a resource is reliable or not? Honestly, you could do what we did, or uh, choose a resource, stick with it, and tweak your recipes around it. Um, I mean, it's it's not it's not the probably like, is, but if if you're if you're consi- like if your resource is consistently wrong, then you'll at least still be brewing consistent beer. Does that make sense? No, no that 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 makes sense, and I guess. Uh, basically, what I said is either do something in and in and around what we did, uh, you know, just kind of take some of their uh, potential or some of their calculations versus some of your own, um, and if they're matching up well enough, you know, go with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it's consistently not pairing with what you're doing, you know, yeah, use a different resource for sure. But yeah. it, I mean, it, but it, like some people get weird, like they really like the interface or something. And if I mean, if it's a resource you really like and it's working for you, then use those numbers to like tweak your recipes. I mean, the the thing about brewing is consistency. Yeah. And so if you're consistently like, say you're you're consistently high on your uh, gravities or something, then at least you know, okay, um, well this came out a little high. Let's just back it off a little bit and. I don't know. It's it's not the best, but it'll work. It'll get the job done. Gets the job done. Fair enough. Anyways, that's uh, that's what I wanted to bring right. to the table. You know, the exploration of homebrew software. I don't think we've ever really talked about it in depth. No, we we really haven't, and this was kind of fun. I like talking about homebrew software and stuff. I I at one point I was like, man, I should write an app, and I'm like, no, there's too much brewing stuff out there already. Well, and and it doesn't help that it would just be a lot of fact gathering and just yep. inputting of already known statistics. Exactly, it's nothing exciting. I but and well, Beersmith does it so well, and a lot of these others do really well too. Yeah, I mean there there's a little discrepancy, but nothing to really scoff. Yeah, at. I mean when when you're within you know a couple of points either yeah. way, like I mean if you're not half a percent off, like 
<laughs> Some of them assume different attenuations yes. than others. Yep. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in today. And sorry we've been so sporadic as of late, but things will be getting better. Yes. Hopefully. Yes. Miles promises. All right, guys. Uh, well, if, you, uh, if you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com. Uh, slash Blind News Studios and become a patron today. Or if you can do any Amazon shopping, head over to BlindNewsStudios.com, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of the homepage, and head on over to Amazon. Christmas is coming up. Just buy all of your Christmas presents through our link because uh, why not? It'll help us out and you get to feel even better about doing something for the holidays. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewsstudios, or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.